0: show is to get to the heart of well-being through inspirational stories of everyday people expert insights from a number of health and lifestyle related disciplines and exploration of topics that underpin well-being if you want to take control of your well-being and put yourself front and center in your life then this is the podcast for you i want you to feel calm nurtured and inspired so you can enjoy your life and your success If you have not yet done so, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you know someone else that would get value from the show as well, please share it with them. Join me on this journey and let's live the fab life together. Today, I'm so delighted to introduce my guest to you, Jenny Lee Sikon. Welcome to you, Jenny.
1: Hi, Bev. Thank you so much. I'm honored, honored to be here.
0: It's wonderful to have you join me today. So let's
1: hear more about you and what it is that you do, Jenny. I'm a joyful living and sole purpose coach and an EFT practitioner. So I work with uh, spiritual oriented women and men, break their emotional and thought patterns that made them feel trapped and held back in life so that they could feel nurtured, re-energized and free to take actions and move forward. Before that, I worked as a career coach and consultant for over 15 years, had my biology and uh, management degree qualification in the past. Let's talk about
0: your journey. So you're in, focusing on joyfulness now but I'm sure yeah. it wasn't always that way. So t- t- oh. tell us a little <laughs> about your story.
1: I am so glad you asked me this question. Because uh, my practice, the name of my practice is Joyful Journey. So without my journey, I will not be here today to do this work. I was chosen. So back to the child, I was always a seeker. And, uh, I, you know, was very spiritual oriented back then. I didn't know, but follow my tribe and, uh, you know, uh, pursued external success. That's the value of the society. I did really well. And I finally, you know, I was always a good school, good student, everything. So then finally I worked as a career coach and a con- a career consultant, and I loved it. I felt like was I was helping people, uh, those executives climbing on the ladder, uh, wonderful for years, until after many years I felt like, am I still helping them? Because you know, higher power, more money, and a higher title didn't really bring the fulfillment and happiness. For some of them, it went to the opposite situation. So I started to lose my passion and uh, asking and praying about my next step. What should I do next if I lost the passion to do this? And then suddenly my life, I got the answer. (laughs) My life turned upside down. I got hit in every area in my life. So I just stayed there. I could not find a way in the negative uh, situation. I feel, felt so unfair. It, you know, there were a lot of negative emotions. I got stuck until finally I didn't have strength to fight anymore. So the minute when I surrendered, the new door opened. I was like spiritually awakened. And then I was guided to a new path, the books, you know, uh, training, every resources came to me. I didn't choose that. So I became very thirsty and, uh, you know, hungry to read, study, and I tried different things. Finally, I quit my job even, studied and helping, helped myself to heal and come out. So finally, I found this tool called EFT, Emotional Freedom Tapping, because it's more aligned to me, and it goes to the roots, which is aligned with the job I did before as a coach. We want to go to the root to give the solution. So I stayed there, got myself certified, and a couple of other modalities. Now I'm an EFT, you know, practitioner, and also. Um, chakra healing or so then you know even along the way oh yeah finally i realized i i was meant to experience this was my calling that's why i came to this world in this lifetime to do to spread the message because when i shifted myself i see i saw the huge difference from negative feeling gradually gradually to start to accept myself felt good and finally to a place i really feel the peace and the joy i'm i'm thankful you know in daily life everything started to change and to flow of course, it didn't come, you know, right away. It's a long journey, a lot of tears, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> adversities, challenges, and discomfort and physical symptoms, everything, but it's all worth it. So finally, when I came out and also intuitively, intuitively, I heard the message about the world needs healer and you are going to go out to spread the message of joyful living and a fuller living. So here I am.
0: As teachers, educators, coaches, we have had that experience and that makes us more understanding and empathetic of what people are going through. And when we were talking earlier, you mentioned that you have a four-step method to deal with fearing and anxiety. So can you explain a little bit about that so we can sort of use that as a framework for what we're discussing today?
1: Okay, sure. Yeah, this also was a procedure. It, it was a journey. So when I started finally to do this work, I, you know, observe this whole situation. So finally, and I love system, you know, because it makes things easy and simple. So I finally found, you know, the clients, when I started to work with them, I always needed to help them to discover what's going on, what is out of the alignment, especially as a career coach before we talk about the purpose, but now they are stuck. It's out of the alignment and out of the balance in their body system. So we discover the first step, what's going on, and then, you know, we found What is out of the alignment, misaligned as who they are and their intentions, their, you know, purpose, what their soul is longing for, but for some reason, they just cannot make it happen. So they got to actually split inside because part of them really want to do it, you know, but part of them, you know, it's like, you know, just cannot. So. It's not like for some other people, okay, I don't do it, that's fine, just quit. But they cannot quit because it's their soul's essence. So I want to do it, I don't want to do it, make them feel split inside. It's a very painful space. So then the second step, when we know the situation, what's going on, so we start to release those Feelings and thoughts and beliefs that got stuck in our head, in our subconscious mind, actually. So one thing I like to mention is that many of those, I call them stuck energies, we don't know they are there or we intentionally chose not to confront it because it's not comfortable, painful, or even scary, whatever. And especially when we are stuck, we don't have solutions. And then we feel so frustrated, we want to push them away. And in actually, of course, it's more internal battles. So, of course, you know, it's like internal tug of war. Yes. And, uh, you know, so... The, the tool I use, it's really powerful to help people get the clarity because those emotional stuff or subconscious thoughts or so, they happen in the right hemisphere. It's not just in logical mind. And the stress, anxiety, fear, those kind of things, they are feelings. So logical mind doesn't resolve emotional issues, but they are disconnected. And we don't allow ourselves to feel our feelings feelings because we judge them just like I did before, negative. I don't want to go there. So then we choose to uh, suppress, hide, ignore, freeze, uh, uh, avoid, or even deny. I'm a positive person. I'm not, you know, like that. So then it's all inside. It got stuck. So the tool helps us to touch those energies because they are all, Feelings carry energies. Touch it, use my word, it's internal stones. We use the finger like hammer to touch and hit those internal stones so that they crash. So we release those stuck energies, so second step. And next step, shift. So when we release them, because as energy, the nature uh, uh, traits is that they will be replaced. By another state of energy in other words another state of feeling different feeling so you don't need to do anything it will be shifted to a higher you know vibrational place happier or acceptance or so but then also because we want to go there but we haven't been there we don't know the feeling a lot of people said I cannot imagine I cannot visualize so the the third step we actually start to use some kind of exercise uh, visualization or it's like seeds planting so we plant the positive seeds and then guide our mind to feel and create the vibrations for our future self of our future life ideal life we want to live So we train our mind to practice our vibration already. So then energy flows where intention goes. So the energy finally starts to flow. Otherwise, you only focus healing. My problem, I need to got stuck, unstuck. Mm -hmm. So your energy is all here at this Mm -hmm. problem side. It doesn't move. That's why you're still stuck. But then you start to focus on that point. The energy starts to flow. And then, you know, the things will start to shift. So that third step, shift. Finally, it's moving forward. We start to take actions. But I'd like to add one more point for the final step. Usually, myself and my clients, so many people, when we finally start to take actions, we think we are all ready. We are excited. But then, guess what? still not happening. We're still not moving. We're still not take actions. So this step, actually, we finally found, discovered there is still a lot of internal resistance. It could be our fear of the change, our fear of going out to be seen as our new, brand new self, because we never We have never been that person before. Now we release and shift it and become more of our authentic self. It's kind of scary to go out to be seen as who we really are. So it's the fear, a lot of reluctance and resistance. Mm -hmm. And also I found a lot of uh, subconscious family issue, generational issue, tribe issue. It got stuck deeply there, block us. Self-worthiness, actually, is a huge one. We don't know it's there. But it's almost like, do I deserve really to want bigger for my life? Something like that. And it's hidden. So mm. all together, you know, discover, release, shift, move forward. Beautiful.
0: Great way yeah. to understand it. And that that's brought a couple of questions up for me that I'd love to explore. So you talk there about... Fear. And I know that you talk about the battle between fear and love. So what do you
1: mean by that? It's really especially important for my work because it's about emotional shifting, transformation through emotional and spiritual healing. So what I wanted to say is, you know, the root of the root, I found, of course, the tribal, your family or so, but most of us have the security physically for surviving, but this second chakra, if we talk about energy, you know, issue body energy, second chakra goes back to our childhood. If for any reason, if we grew up from an environment and family that we had this connection, so emotional disconnection, or lack emotional support, which I went through myself, because my family, traditional Asian family, you know, like highly critical. So they don't talk about emotion, especially my father is kind of emotionally detached. So we we don't show, we, we just didn't have these kind of emotional connection. So then if we didn't have that, We didn't have that, especially highly critical or any other kind of situation. Then we didn't feel safe enough. If we didn't feel safe, we have to be cautious all the time and nervous. That's where the fear comes because we feel unsafe, unprotected, or even unsupported and unloved, you know, for girls like us we could not express our emotions freely. We could not be ourselves. And then we didn't feel like heard, supported, understood, and loved. So that growing up and making us feel that we have to be cautious, we have to perform, we have to try to do and to please so that we get the recognition and finally get the love we want and we have, we can have. So going this way, it's along the way, it's kind of fear because it's just not safe. So, you know, and without unconditional love and impacted everything because childhood and second chakra is all about connection, connection with self, emotion, Love, connection with others, a physical connection, and also divine connection with the spirit. If we can get this unconditional love, we are divinely connected. We feel safe and protected. But we don't. We didn't have it. So it's not safe, cautious, fear. And also it's about physical. It's about fun, relaxation. So that's why a lot of adults finally they feel like they have to be on guard all the time, cannot relax and cannot have fun. And also, it's about creativity. because when you are relaxed, when you could have fun, your brain wave is under certain you know uh, vibrations frequency, and you are in the state could do the most creative work. We are all the creator, artist of our life. But then when we are not in that state, we just cannot. And also interesting enough, it's also about the money because money is not just money itself. Money is the energy of love. It's the both end receiving and, and the giving. If we were not secure, we were not protected, we have to do or so, we have to give, give, you know, perform, and we don't, we didn't learn how to naturally just receive. When you receive, you don't need to do anything. You don't need to do anything to be yourself. But we cannot be our true self. We have to do something. So that connection got, you know, broken as well. So finally, you know, without this unconditional love, without emotional support, and we will stay in this fear state. And with certain situations, we got trapped. And finally, the patterns formed. So to the root, actually, no matter what situation, health, everything, goes to the fear and the love. When you can have the emotional connection, love, unconditional love, you love yourself first, and you can receive your own love, and then you can love others all starts to flow and the fear will just fade away by itself.
0: That makes so much sense for me. It resonates with high performers. Like I know myself, I'm a high performer and I can see uh, as you've explained some of that, where some of the roots of that are, you know, that it's in the doing that I feel the achievement and the love for that rather than the unconditional love. So, Thank you for sharing that. That was a real epiphany for me as you were talking.
1: Thank you.
0: And you also mentioned, Jenny, about stuck energies. And you said that patterns are signs of stuck energies. So how do we know what signs are there that we are in a pattern of that stuckness Mm -hmm. and what can we do about it?
1: Oh, thank you so much for asking this question, because it's just so profound, so important. Let me explain here. So, for example, let me uh, take this procrastination as example, because we, especially women, a lot of us are entrepreneurs that, you know, a huge commitment we need to have. And when we need to do something or so, we procrastinate it or whatever. For example, my case and many of my clients' case, when we need to sit down in front of the computer, we need to do things, you know, start to create, or so then, you know, we don't do it. So, we not knowing, we started to either check email or whatever, do anything or get up and do some chores and do some errors and then come back. And then again, go to refrigerator, do some, you know, just some other things. But, you know, and then, you know, when we found ourselves didn't do what we needed to do and then we were upset, we beat ourselves and feel bad about our procrastinate, procrastination. So then we said, oh, we of course we have management time management issue but it's just not time management it's the energy management so what i say about the pattern is is here you know some people came to me working on procrastination so i just remind them so do you see any patterns you know let me ask you like oh yeah i i just don't do it so so when you start to feel that you know you are resisting, you are like uh, uh, the other word, rebelling. Because I found this is so profound. Many people have this rebellion energy, you know, about doing this kind of work. So I just like them to think about that. Put it in mind. What was the last latest? time you just felt like you procrastinated again so they described to me okay either you know in the daytime in the front of you know the computer or uh, during the nighttime they just had to go to the cell phone they knew that it's not you know healthy i should not do it i should not i should rest so that tomorrow i have energy but i don't do it so these kind of small things i just remind them to be cautious and be aware. When you sit down and need to do, but you're not doing it next time, you just be cautious and stop. Check your mind. What noises and the voices I have in my mind telling me, I just don't want to do it. It sucks. I just resist. And then, you know, use our tool if we work, you know, it will help them to have some clarity because some You know, thoughts also will come up. It reminded me when I was in the high school or or in this school. You know, I really didn't want to do this. My parents pushed me and they went to the party or something like that. So I just gave one example. So, So, yeah, they didn't know. Wow, it's there, this rebelling energy. Or the other lady she said i have done this for so many years i still got stuck still so frustrated when i will have some easy time and start to flow i don't need to you know be stressed or you know anxious overwhelmed all the time when i will finally start to succeed so when i sit there literally i have this noise come up to beat myself You are so dumb. You still haven't succeeded yet. So how many more times? I'm so tired of it, frustrated, overwhelmed. All these kind of noises, they didn't realize it's there. So we just need to check these kind of patterns. When under what occasions or who people maybe trigger you. And in what time? Some people say it's in the afternoon or whatever always happens. So that, those kind of information always gave us the signs. So when we work, when I work with them, we will just start from there. I always feel this way. I'm trapped, excuse me. I'm trapped in this pattern. You know, then, you know, I really hate it. Da, da, da. So after these kind of, you know, uh, healing and releasing work, something will come up. It reminded us what was related to this pattern, this issue. And I assure you, you know, uh, some old stuff will come up and give us the clarity. So finally we know, oh, that makes sense right now. So when we released those stuck energies, I call them, crash the internal stone. And when they go, uh, go away, and then we feel like, you know, more aligned with what we need to do. Of course, maybe it's not only one, you know, issue or, or, or kind of stuck energy different. But we just use the same way to keep going, mm-hmm. keep going, baby step every day. And gradually, gradually looking back, you will see you have come out this far. So I hope I hope I explained it clearly.
0: Yes. So it's bringing the awareness to it so that you actually then can see the pattern for what it is and then using the right level of support to actually find the root cause of that pattern and deal with that. So it's not the procrastination that's the issue. There's something underlying that. So that's really helpful. And we're talking there about taking action. So why don't we take the actions that matter to us when we know that we need to stop or start doing something so in my work obviously i'm working with people on their health and well-being and often people will know what to do but they have some reasons resistances to not doing it or they start it and then they don't sustain it so Why don't we take consistent action?
1: Yeah, I think it's related to the last question you asked about, you know, uh, procrastination or so. We had something inside of us. To answer this question, I feel like it's also very, very common in my work with people. People always came to me and said, it sucks. I know what I need to do, what I need to stop doing, but guess what? I just don't do it <laughs> so, so it's like you know I can give one example hopefully it makes sense for this uh, to explain this question and uh, that's exactly the words this lady said I just don't do it I feel frozen so then you know we started you know just use this statement I am trapped in this pattern that I'm not doing it. I feel frozen, not taking action, or blah, blah, blah. But, but I really want to do it. But part of me, you know, has something inside I didn't want to do it. Da, da, da. So then I ask her, you know, what made you feel you want to do it? Because I want to really heal myself and I want to be healthy. That's why she's doing as uh, you know, well wellness coach or healer. So, okay, so why do you want to do this? Stay healthy. Why do you want to stay healthy? Because, you know, if you don't stay healthy, I have kids. I should be there for them. Okay, so that's normal. Why you, it, it drives you so, you know, like so motivated to you. Now things start to come out. because I have this fear. Fear of what? Fear of unhealthy. We all have that. You know, we have health issues. It's normal. No, for me, it's really because now she starts to finally, you know, those emotions came up, the fear. Now she remembered, you know, her uh, family members when she was a child because of the health, Pass away, leaving her in that situation. She found like she lost the love of her life. And then she had to grown up, you know, all, taking care of her emotional, whatever, dealing all, with all these fear by herself. So that fear of losing the loved ones, that fear of being sick, you know, it just got stuck there. And she didn't have the chance. Little girl didn't have the chance to deal with the grief, the loss. And when we went down to the to deeper level, we found that she still were stuck in that shocking moment, knowing that she lost the love of her loss. Mm -hmm. So now we started to, the the door is open. We start to see what is the underneath, you know, issue. And we Mm -hmm. went to the root to heal that wounds, the loved ones, and also the grief, the loss, and the fear. We, tapped away, clear the energy or so. And gradually, gradually, this was the biggest thing. Of course, she had some other thing, but this is the biggest. So finally, when we let go of that fear, so she moves forward to do this work, not based on her fear of losing the love, fear of being sick. You see, it's the different motivations. So finally, she was, she was motivated by healthy drive, healthy desire, because I experienced this. I really can come out finally, and I want to help others. I could help them so that they don't need to go through this again like I experienced, felt, and felt, you know, with horrible feelings. So now it's really the healthy desire in driving. So she's inspired. So she started to shift. Of course, it's still a journey, had some other issues. And then the body resistance. We were so used to this old way and the body was confused. She, The body thought they need to do that so that it could be us. <laughs> so, So the body keeps, you know, Doing this to be loyal to us. But now they don't know. It doesn't serve us anymore. We need to change. So also again, that's the next one. I mentioned in the previous, in the previous question as well, the inner the resistance. So we also, you know, clear that energy. So gradually we start to be aligned again. So the internal tug of war, it's like stopped. So Feel more and more aligned with who we are and our purpose. So finally, she started to take actions. Now she's fine. I hope it explains it.
0: It's a great way to explain it. So, you, you know, when you were talking about the four step mm-hmm. method, you said the, the last one was about moving forward. So, is there a recommendation you or an action that you can give listeners now that would support them? to take that next step? What, you know, whatever the next step is that they need, you know, what are some of the tools that are easy to Um, just explain simply? Okay.
1: One important point I really like to share because that was me before I beat myself and uh, many of my clients came to me. They really judge themselves about all these issues they have. They cannot accept and they are stuck. They feel any kind of horrible, bad feeling, of course. But the thing is, most of us try so hard. For so long, time and still cannot figure it out. We want to figure it out. We want to fix our problems and fix ourselves. So, after all these work, all these years of work I have done, I really love to share from my heart space that it's time, it's the time to stop fixing and start to honor our real self-talk, our true feelings, and it's safe to go within. It's safe to be vulnerable. Actually, the power comes from vulnerability. All in all, our feelings, thoughts, they are energies. And energies have no good, bad, right wrong they are neutral we only have two kinds of feelings emotions which is which are pleasant and unpleasant feelings that's it so since they are natural feelings we don't need to judge them so when we can see that understand and realize this point and then, we can stop judging, so stop the internal war, internal battle, and then be aware of our pattern, just like I mentioned in that example, when you start to feel procrastinated again, or when you be cautious and aware of your pattern, when anytime time you feel triggered, you just stop and check what's going on. Who triggered me? what occasion, where I feel in my body, what do I think it is, what could be the reason that came from the past or whatever. So when we shift our thoughts and uh, focus from judging and beating to understand and uh, honor, honest and be aligned then everything starts to change. We can accept it well, and then we can listen and hear our true, real voices, and then we are aligned with our energies. When we are aligned, they keep vibrating and keep moving, so finally they won't leave us. They don't want to get stuck inside of us. And then our energy field is open. Then... Our life flow in different areas starts to also flow. And then, you know, our problems or whatever, you know, and just start to change. Not because of the situations themselves, because of our perspectives to look at our life situations. So if I could, you know, really share with you that I think it's really important. Hopefully it helps
0: yes yes so that's just stop Mm -hmm. connect back in with yourself and reflect really is what you're saying there so that you can stay in alignment with that and you're not labeling it good or bad it just is what it is and sometimes it feels pleasant and sometimes it feels unpleasant so brilliant thanks Jenny and our final question is what are your tips for living fabulously
1: feel free to be yourself we don't need to get other people's permission to be ourselves. Just feel free to be ourselves, be authentic, and then we find our freedom, find our flow.
0: Absolutely. Love it. And you can find Jenny Lisa Khan at her website, which is joyfuljourneycoaching.net and also on Facebook under Joyful Journey. And these will, the links will be in the show notes. And so that you can get the right spelling of everything. And Jenny, thank you so much for inspiring us today. What I feel really came together for me is that your description of this battle between fear and love, it's not something that I've ever heard anyone speak about, but it makes so much sense. You know, this need, I mean, it's one of our basic human needs is to be loved. And yet if there's situations that we've grown up in where the love was conditional, it's actually shaped us and created these patterns and fears in us. And there is a way (laughs) out. But I also love that you said, you don't have to keep fixing yourself. You can come back to who you really are and release these things in a way. So, I just love what you've had to say today. It's just been really empowering and powerful. So thank you for being on the show with me today. Uh, Thank you so much, Bev.
1: Yeah, I really also feel resonated with your work.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And I would love to know what you enjoyed most about this episode. You can connect with me on Facebook by searching for Living Fabulously with Bev or feel welcome to leave a message or comment on my website. You can get the links and any references from this episode in the show notes at my website, www.livingfabulously.com forward podcasts. Do you have a friend who you think deserves to live fabulously? Spread the love around by sharing the podcast with them right now. Until next time, be sure to live the fab life. The information shared here and in our programs and webinars should not be seen as medical advice. It is not meant to take the place of seeing licensed health professionals.